and welcome to Gunner Chat. Uh, we've had a two-week break because of the international break, and oh, what can we say? What can we say? Our first game was against Liverpool at home. Johnny, you ran a mar- marathon yesterday. What was more draining for you, that or the performance Arsenal did? <laughs> like it. Yeah, de- definitely the Arsenal game. Oh, God. I um, I usually make some notes, uh, you know, with sort of our attacking options and the chances that we had in the game. I was looking at it at the end and I think my one note was Cedric had a, a bit of a shot, didn't he, that Alisson saved very easily. <laughs> It was, oh, it was pretty dire, wasn't it? It really was. Um, George, what did you think of the lineup? Do you think it had anything to do with um, the international break? We did have 15 players away on international duty, so did that actually hurt Arteta's choices? I mean, you can't really. Yeah, obviously the international break would have affected the lineup, but then it's going to affect the lineup of every team. You know, I guess who who had the harder games while they were away on international duty. You know, some international teams are obviously much more competitive than others. Um, so, you know, a first team starter in our team might not necessarily be a starter in the national team. But, you know, you can't really put that performance down to the international break because a lot of Liverpool players are first on the team sheet in the international team except, obviously, Trent Alexander-Arnold, um, who madly did not make it this time round. But, honestly, I mean, that game was just dire. We just never got going. Yeah, and I mean, and if you look at the starting lineup, how many of them did actually play their international countries? I don't think Leno played. No, obviously, um, Leno wouldn't. Chambers he, didn't. Leno was warming the bench for Germany against Northern Macedonia, luckily. So, um, I mean, Louise got injured during training, so that didn't help. Uh, Tierney, I mean, he's always back up to Robertson. I, I mean, I'll be no, honest, I didn't follow uh, any of the international no, break. Tierney actually plays. Okay. He got a hat trick of assists in the last game. That actually is a hat trick of assists. Oh, and obviously he came back and got injured. So, yeah, I guess it does affect you. Um, yeah, but I mean, Ceballos. Yeah. Pepe, or Pepe will be starting, obviously. Odegaard's captain. Lacazette, I mean, is he in the France squad? I don't, don't think he is. No, he wasn't. He was at home at the time. But, I mean, Smith Rowe got injured playing for the under-21s. Um, Saka, Saka didn't even get get into the England team because he was injured going into it. Mm. And uh, Xhaka got injured on international duty as well. So I think if you look at, if you look back to December when we started and we had that big turnaround, uh, our probably our three strongest players didn't play yesterday. Smith Rowe, Saka, and um, I, I actually do think Xhaka has played really well in the last few games. Yeah, he yeah, has he has. Been, he has been, and Sabayos hasn't. Hadn't had a good season at all, has he? No, and oh, once again, he was pulled off. Um, Brown any? Yeah, that, that was, again, quite early, wasn't it? I mean, obviously not the earliest sub because Tierney comes off injured and Arteta is quite worried about that one. You know, I think talking this morning, 
I think I read a note somewhere he was just saying Tierney felt something in his knee and obviously when it's your knee it's mm. never encouraging so really Arteta's just kind of conceded to that he is injured we just don't know how long for and what does that mean going forward do you think we play um Saka at left back because no. he is probably one he's also injured and two True. he's he's our most dynamic attacker we can't put him in left back it's going to be Cedric uh, yeah, and... I, think, I think what's interesting is like obviously Liverpool have had a lot of injury issues haven't they and they were still missing a few key players um, but crucially they weren't missing any of their attacking spark they had all of that on show whereas we had you know apart from Louise we had most of our defenders fit and we missed our attacking spark and you could see the difference like they may have had young centre-backs, but it didn't matter because we've got nowhere near them. No, we had uh, three shots, two on target in the entire game. 36% possession, 30% possession, 36 at home. Yeah. Yeah, there was just no energy. Um, I, mean, I, I don't know if you want to go through the goals and if we need to subject ourselves to that. But I, d- I really don't think we do. Um, um, I, I would say with the first one, I thought Alba's marking was was very lazy. That, that cross... From Trent, it, it is a great cross, but Albert didn't really make any effort to close him down. He just sort of flailed the leg out a little bit. And I can't help but think that if that was Smith Rowe, that there would have been at least more of an effort, you know? It's not just that. We put in Chambers and we put in Holding for aerial superiority and we got out-muscled and out-aerially attacked by probably the smallest player on the pitch at that point. I thought Holden did all right in the yeah. past against Mane, but he, he didn't yesterday. He really struggled. Um, I mean, he has been left out quite a lot. So to just sort of drop him in against Mane is maybe ambitious. Mm. Um, but, yeah. I mean, it just goes to show, kind of, has, has that put in your faith in Luis backfired? Because now he's injured, potentially till the end of the season. Obviously, Rob Holden, who is arguably should be one of the first names in that defensive lineup. He's out of practice. I mean, when did he last play? It could be a month or so ago, isn't it? If not more. Mm. Um, I think he was a featuring in Europa when... No, it hasn't played in the last two games. They, yeah. had, a, they had a statistic before the game started about... Um, Arteta's win rate in his first 50 being lower than Emery's um, and both of their win rates being lower than Benger's last 50, which is quite interesting. What, what, what do you make of that debate? I still think he hasn't built the team he wants. And again, there's two, probably his two best players, the youth or exuberance that uh, Zaka and Smith Rowe bring were completely missing from the game. Zaka is that is that Jack is that? Jack I said Zaka. I said Zaka. Zaka. <laughs> I think you said it more with a Z. If anything, yeah. Yeah. I meant that. I'm still half asleep. Zaka. But yeah, I agree. Arteta is kind of he did inherit a lot of shit really, um, and he's done. In the market, you've got to argue, I think he's done quite well with the very limited resources that we have, also impacted by, you know, the COVID pandemic. You know, Kronk has never put 
big bucks into the team. Um, is, is it pronounced Cronk? No, Stan Cronk, Cronky. Is it, isn't Cronk the um, Tampa Bay running back? I don't follow and it's not relevant. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Our chairman, our owner... Mm-hmm. has not put money into the team. I mean, he funded the Partey transfer, but I think that's the first thing he's done since buying the club, really. Like, we've always operated on, you know, running, you know, the general ins and outs of the club. Um, so Arteta's got a massive job to do still, and now he's got even more worries of, you know, two of our most experienced players you know one do you sell because he's playing like dog shit or the other one do you renew him or sell him because he's going to be worth something because he's playing quite well so Arteta's got a big job and I think this rebuilding process is going to take a lot longer than people think so we we move on to the, the transfer in a second, but what would you say a one-word review of that game is so we can move past that game as quick as bloody possible? Boring. <laughs> I, I feel like I need a thesaurus to really dramatically show how it's bad that was. <laughs> I think the issue was, I think we went into it with the mentality of we probably won't win this and we didn't try. I think if you go in with that mentality, you're not going to get anything from the game. Yeah. Well, there was yeah, it was three. like how Tottenham were against us. They came in, sat so yeah, deep. Yeah. Um, and we did the same. We sat so deep with them. Um, you know, like Lacazette was hardly able to have an impact on the game because we never got the ball out of our half. Yeah. Martinelli hardly touched the ball. Albamiang, you know, non-existent once again. But sum it up, yeah, abysmal. And when, when we were high, there was no press. It was very lazy. You just see Alba and Lacazette just sort of jogging towards their centre-backs. Erdegaard made an effort every now and again. made an effort every now and again. That, that energy that you would have got from Saka and Smith-Rowe just was not there. Um, they didn't bother playing through the middle at all. I don't know if you heard Gary Neville in the commentary, but he was... <laughs> He was almost getting annoyed by it, and he's a Man United player. He was like, yeah. he said, "You've got to try and play through him." And Leno was just hoofing it the whole time. We won yeah. maybe like one of the headers at best. Um, we just give the ball away straight away, you know. Um, I'd say the best player on the pitch was Partey, considering on the pitch. Oh, oh no, on the Arsenal side. Sorry, definitely not on the pitch. Um, I think. He did well to obviously almost kind of back up our team solo because let's be honest, Danny Ceballos once again did not do well enough. Mm. And Partey made a, a few decent interceptions. And yeah, bit, you know, I'm struggling to find any positives to take. Like that was a that was truly a mid-table performance. I do think it was the worst performance we've done all season. Quite easily the worst performance all season. Uh, I can't say anyone was a star player because I think they all played shit. Yeah. I think the concern for me is that that looked like the team that lost to Burnley and the team that lost to Wolves at home and so many other teams in that period where we were just losing to basically everyone. Brighton at home as well, right? 
Um, mm-hmm. it, it looked like that team. And I, I, I'm concerned because I've always felt like we have maybe six or seven players that can start and everyone else is not good enough. So when you lose three or four of those, to me, it's exactly the same team. Um, and that's, yeah, that's concerning. Um, I, I, I've, I've always felt that without that Chelsea game, where he took a risk on youth in that game, and for me, it saved his job. But I don't think the team has changed. I think just the youth players bail him out, basically, you know. And when he doesn't have them, the team is the same for me. No, I'd agree. I think the the basics of the team just suffer completely. It's the mentality of all moving forward with the press, what we don't seem to do, just not understanding the basics. I'm still so annoyed that we play it back to Leno because he doesn't know what to do with the ball. He really doesn't. It scares me every single time they pass the ball back to him because I'm just expecting the player to close him down because other teams know how to press. Um, I I don't want to give up on Arteta. I think the Arteta process is still working. I just I think he needs a little bit more time. But in the common game, in the current game, um, do managers have that time? Are we going to give him that time? I don't think we will. If I mean, if he doesn't win Europa this year, what? we get on to again later. I can't see him staying for too long. Yeah, no, I think I think the thing is he's had he's had 16 months now. So it's not like he's been here just a couple of months. It was December 2019 he came in. Um and we're are we ninth or tenth now? Yeah. Still ninth but likely to go tenth. Yeah. Villa have got two games in hand over us and they're one point behind or yeah. two points behind. We're sort of saying that he should get time, and and I think that is still the case for now. But I don't think anyone would say we'll give him time. I think he's doing quite a good job. I think people would say I can see bits of it, um, but there's a lot of holes as well. You know, it's a team that needs ripping out from the absolute core, and it's hard to do that under a pandemic and stuff like that. Like you're hearing of all these top clubs now having flash sales on their best players because they just can't afford them anymore. Um, But yeah, like is Arteta still the right man to build? I think he is, but it's due to the pandemic. It's going to take longer than we all thought. And there's obstacles to overcome. Um, you know, like we thought Albamiang was going to lead this team this year. What a joke that was. It was going to be the legend. He signed to be a legend. At the moment, he is more of a myth. Honestly, yeah, he is potentially one of... The, he's probably the bit most expensive mistake this year. What do you think of um, Emery's transfer business versus Arteta's? I'm trying to think who Emery actually yeah, signed. Do- I mean, Pepe. Yeah. Pepe is not worth the 72 million. And obviously, well, let's, let's the, uh... so I'm, I'm on this ranking post. So number one, Martinelli, 6 million. So good. Genduzzi, Leno, Torreira, Saliba, Tierney, Socrates, Pepe, Ceballos, Louise, Lichsteiner, and <laughs> Dennis Suarez. <laughs> oh, jeez, Dennis Suarez. I would say only one of those players has worked out for us 
Which one? Tierney. Torreira was good for a while. Torreira, yeah, you've got to look at it. In you know, Torreira doesn't want to be here. Like he's literally in this in this week's press begged to be sold or loaned, whatever, to Boca yeah, Juniors. Gwent yeah. um, Doozy, obviously, he's a this rebel wherever he goes. Did you say he signed Leno? Yeah. Yeah. Leno Leno is a success. That's you can't be too hard on him. Yeah, he makes a few mistakes here and there, but he's a fantastic shot stopper. Um yeah. Martinelli, fantastic talent, but unless he gets proper minutes, he's gonna go. Um like why should a kid of that talent sit there and watch like you know, the team captain just you know, walk around kicking his heels in his position. Um, but yeah, Tierney, obviously the best one. Tierney, Martinelli and um, Leno, I'd say, have worked out. The rest are unfortunate and some, you know, like Dennis Suarez, absolute <laughs> disaster. Yeah. Well, I think, I think you'd say Luis, Pepe, Torreira are probably like here and there, I guess. Pepe just—it was the price, really. Like if if you bought him for thirty, forty million, you'd think, all right, yeah, he's he's done all right. But yeah. for seventy-two million, you know, the our club record fee—it's mm. not not good enough, is it? We definitely got mugged. We definitely got mugged that day. Yeah. And if you look at Arteta signings, so Thomas Partey, Gabriel, Mari, Renosson, Suarez and Willian. Is that better? Uh, well, no. <laughs> no, I'd say yes. Like, we've seen a lot of good from Suarez. Obviously, Renosson, yeah, no. But then again, that wasn't like a 20 million mistake. It cost 1.2 million or something. How many windows did Emery have? Two. Really? And so Artes has only had one. No, he's had two. Two, two, yeah. Yeah, two, yeah. No, three. We've, he's had December 19, yeah. Jan, oh, no. sorry, January 19, January 20, summer, January 21. Get, he didn't get the December one, did he? He came in too late. He would have become. No, like, the windows in January. January yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. What am I talking about? Oh, Jesus Christ, two, Jamie. Two winter and one summer. Winter okay. Summer. So he's had the most windows out of. But he's also had a pandemic, so it's it's so difficult to compare. Mm. Um, I think, but other, I think given thing, sorry, go on, go on. Now to say, given the limited resources that he's had for the majority of his Arsenal transfer windows, I think Arteta has done well. Bought in Odegaard on loan, which could go permanent. He managed to get Thomas Partey. William was a free transfer. Gabriel, you know, fought off a lot of competition to get that sign in. And he has come good. You know, he was our player of the month tied with Saka, pretty much. It's either him or Saka all season. And who else does he bring in? Runnison. All right. Yeah, that was a mistake. He's not good enough, but he only cost 1.2 million. I think the other other factors are the players that they brought through. So obviously it was Emery that brought through Saka into the first team. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if Smith Rowe played under Emery. Yeah, he did in the um, Europa League. Early, I think he was out on loan for a lot of it. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, if you look at the sales, 
Uh, Emery got forty million for a Wobi. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then we took that plus thirty and spent it on Pepe. Pochettino. I don't. I don't mind the rest of his sales. Um, well, well, apart from Ramsey, obviously, but I, I don't know how much of that was Emery. Um, that wasn't even a sale, was it? No. Um, obviously, Arteta got rid of Martinez, which I, I still think was a criminal mistake. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I, I think it's hard. I think it would be hard to say, yeah, Arteta's done a much better job on transfers. You know? I think Arteta's bought players that are here for the long run. I think Emery filled in gaps, but I feel like Arteta's building a team. I think that's the big difference. Partey is someone that's going to play for us for a long time, hopefully. Wow, um, he's 27, 28, you know. We're not going to get too much. But you build a team around that sort yeah. of player. That's my, my he's point. 27, so he could have four or five years. Yeah. yeah. You, you build a team around that sort of player because that's the thing we've been missing. We've been missing that Fiera archetype. That Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, of course. Um, and I, I do like Gabriel as well. Yeah, I think Gabriel. I think the main thing is playing someone alongside Gabriel. And let's just move on to the transfer window then. Uh, yeah. George, I saw you got quite angry the other day after Metro claimed that Arteta is considering selling um, Saka. Oh, do you know what? I didn't even read the article because I, I just know it was fucking bullshit. Yeah. I, if Arteta wants to sell Saka, then sack him now. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> you are not going to build, rebuild your team if you let your star player go. That's just admitting defeat. That is conceding that your aspiration is to maybe just stay in the top half of the league. Sell Saka, hand your resignation in now, mate. But to be honest, I think it's just trash journalism. It was complete trash. Yeah, like, of course we're not considering selling Saka. To be honest, like, PSG wanting to sell Mbappe. I'm like, what are you doing? That's. That's them conceding that they don't want to win the Champions League. Well, they might be cocking up winning um, League One or League One yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So both they and Juve sort of yeah. Up obviously, Juve, yeah, you know, all these top clubs under extreme pressure because you know astronomical wages and things like that. Yeah, they might be forced to sell, but Arsenal, we don't have that problem. You know, like we're not a club that's in debt to the best of my knowledge. Like, I'm pretty sure, you know, it's not like we're, you know, a Glacier family who own, what, 7.8 trillion at this stage. Um, we don't need to sell Saka. We need to build a team around a player like that. Mm-hmm. I agree. I completely agree. Um, I definitely think we're selling Torreira. Again, as you said, he did that plea to please let us sell him so he can go back to yeah. Boca Juniors. Obviously, losing his mum was quite hard on him. He wants to be home closer to family. And I wish him all the best, um, especially yeah. if we can get a good a bit of money off of it. Uh, he, he, You need to do what's best for you as a player and a person. Well, yeah, but yeah thing, absolutely. You know, my partner is a Boca fan. They have no money. Do they have no <laughs> money? This is Argentina, man. They are so broke. Like literally, they will offer a burger. They have <laughs> nothing, absolutely nothing. So, I mean, he—I—I I, I saw what he said. He wants to go. I mean, he's Uruguayan. Uruguay and Argentina have a, a very close relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he said that that's always been his dream. But he also said that, like, financially, hmm, that could be challenging. 
he knows he knows he's even in these times he's still going to be worth a few million isn't he he's what, yeah yeah i think four? with Torreira, obviously he's just gone through a horrible tragedy um i think he needs to take the time to really think about what he wants i mean at a time like this all you want to do is be around your family and you've to kind of think right i want to go play for like a boyhood club and stuff like that but like you said he's still so young in his career and he's not at that stage yet and it was only maybe a week or two ago he was talking about you know if, if he can get assurances from arteta he would consider arsenal yeah and also it's, it's not his boyhood club it's just always been his, his dream he's, he's never been there Oh, fair enough. Um, so, but, I, I mean, I, I've always said if, if you could get him in somehow, him and him and Party would be fantastic. I mean, that's what yes, Simeone wanted, that, wasn't that, it? That was the Simeone dream. And we could potentially have it. Like, we do currently own both players. Yeah. Mm. Um, could that slot in nicely if, you know, we decide to sell Xhaka this this year, bear in mind, we're also going to lose Ceballos. I wouldn't really call it a loss, but um, we'll, you know, we'll hand him back, tear up the receipt. <laughs> um, I think we, we saw El Nenny is getting a new contract. What I find quite funny, but at the same time, he's a good utility player. Yeah, exactly. I think it's it to me kind of indicates maybe we're. Trying to see if we can come to an understanding with the current midfielders that we have, because two of our midfielders out on loan, Torreira and Guendouzi, I think are very talented. It's just coming to that understanding about where they're going to fit into the team. Obviously, one of them has got a major attitude issue. Um, there's issues and then there's problems. He's a problem. Yeah, yeah he is a problem. Um, but yeah, I think offering now and any a new contract, I think it kind of indicates that maybe we're not going into the transfer market to get that kind of holding midfielder. We're going in there because we want to get Erdegaard, I guess. Well, we have been linked with re-signing uh, Glenn Kamara from Rangers, who played 30 minutes for us back in 2016. Yep, that's, that's a fact. That is a stat for you. He played in a 3-0 loss to Sheffield Wednesday in the League Cup. He got substituted after 30 minutes. He has been playing quite well for um, Rangers. He was obviously the player that was racially abused by the Slavia Prague player. Great. This this is all all coming back together, isn't it? It's all working its way around. Everything's connected. Um, Another player we've been uh, linked with, I'm going to so murder this name. Here we go. Dan Axel Zagadou. Oh, Zag- yeah, Zagadou, yeah. Whoa! Uh, from Borussia Dortmund. Um, what do we think about that? The Sun saying we are very, very close to signing him between 21 and 26 million. I'll be honest, I've known nothing about him. He's a left-sided centre-back, left-footed centre-back. Yeah. <sighs> Another centre-back? What? Come on, really? <laughs> well, that's because... Um, like... need to score some fucking goals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, oh, it's tough, isn't it? Like, we don't need another centre back, a left sided centre back. Have we've already got Gabriel and Murray there? I think Murray is actually uh, no, no, that's why Gabriel and Murray have never played together because they both operate on that left side. 
Mm-hmm. And then it's Holden and Luis on the right sides. Yeah, I think you might be right there. Um, so we, we don't need him. I think the other problem with him is he has just um, gone for a knee surgery. So we could be signing a player that might not be the same player. Mm-hmm. Like I, I always worry when you sign a player because he's not playing, going to play for the rest of the season. So we either spend um, 21 now. On him, well, 21 to 25 as they've linked for him now, and, and he, sell him for six and two and it, oh no, and, it, and he comes as a broken player, or we fight uh, for him when his contract runs out next summer. I mean, I would, if it, you know, go into that situation next year, we could be in need of a center back then, mm-hmm. but I don't what it would be a waste of 20 million to sign a player we don't need. We need more attacking threat. We need to secure Erdegaard or find an alternative, depending on what Real Madrid's plans are. Um, we need another striker. Like, we need to focus on the attack this year or this summer. Well, it seems like we are actually focusing on defenders because the other person we've been highly linked with, according to the Telegraph, is Akimi from Inter. As you said, George, a lot of clubs have got wages that they are burning through. I think Inter still owe money to Real Madrid for the Hakimi signing. So they might sell him to pay off Real Madrid. That one's well, different though, isn't he? Because he's left back slash left winger. He's right back, isn't he? No, I, th- I thought I was reading him earlier. Um, no, yeah, right back or right wing back. Yeah, he's right wing back, mate. Oh, is he right? Yeah, oh, that's, he's our Bellerin replacement. I yeah. see. Well, right right back's a, an issue, isn't it? I mean, as, as well as Chambers played against West Ham, I could see why he played there um, against West Ham and Burnley. I, I thought it was interesting to play him against Liverpool, though. Um, we didn't didn't have the pace to it's, handle those guys. No, it's the aerial threat, I guess, obviously, with what, Cham- uh, Chambers, um, Robertson and Trent Alexander, you know, pinging him in all day long. You can see why he was put in. But anyway, yeah, Hikimi, obviously, we do need, you know, a left back and a right back, really, if Bellerin's going to go. So I'll concede, yeah, that's fine. Just no more centre okay. backs. So left back, right back, CDM, and two strikers. Is that is that? <laughs> no, I would I would happily and a, and a keeper who can pass and a right side centre back if possible. I would keep. You know, I don't think we need to sign another CDM if we can work something with Torreira. Um, El Nene is getting a contract renewal. Got Partey. You know, that's a good selection there. Um, but we desperately need a striker and a solution to the Albamiang issue. Because that's be well not like I said, not even an issue now, it's a problem. Now, do we ask the bodyguard from Emperor's New Groove to give us a bit of money so we can sign um Grealish? A lot of uh, old players, veterans to the club are saying that Grealish is the the smartest player for us to sign. He probably would cost us a hundred million, has Gronk got that sort of money to give us no and i think when you need to rebuild too many different areas spending 100 million on one player is not going to be the right solution 
And I think because of, as you say, the global pandemic, yeah. uh, we don't have that money. Yeah, really Gre- Grealish is a fantastic player. I'd love to see him in an Arsenal shirt, but you've got to kind of prioritise this. And, you know, Grealish plays the same position as a Smith Rowe and as an Erdegaard. So if you go out and buy Grealish, yeah, you might as well s- sell Smith Rowe. Huh? He likes being on the left wing. Yeah, but I guess when Erdegaard plays, so is um, Smith Rowe. We're not getting both of those, though, are we? It would... <laughs> We're probably not getting either, but if we did get one, we certainly wouldn't get the other one. I think I, I don't is... even know what one you're talking about. You're like, if we get one, I'd like to get the other one. Grealish and Odegaard. Yeah, but I don't know which one you said you'd prefer. I, d- I didn't. I'm saying you wouldn't have to worry about them competing for places because they wouldn't both be there. Oh, right, right, right. No, he meant uh, Smith Rowe would be playing at the same. Pl- it would it would take away from Smith Rowe anyway because having Odegaard anyway takes away from Smith Rowe playing in his best position. So if, if Odegaard isn't there, then Smith Rowe plays CAM and then Grealish plays right, do they? That's true. I mean, our captain can't seem to be asked to put in a performance in that position anyway, so we might as well replace him. Oh, he just looks so demotivated, doesn't he? Like, uh, love the new yeah. haircut though. <sighs> I hoped it would bring goals. Sorry? Who did you prefer? His or his look or um Allison's? Oh god. Allison looked like he he ties up women on train tracks. Jesus, that moustache was absolutely back, dude. (laughs) Mate, it's a reference to like Red Dead Redemption. Come on, it's an old, old saying. It's looked like an old cowboy. That sort of thing doesn't happen anymore. It's not as bad as when I said Haaland should get his legs broken. Well, you've said it again. But <laughs> let's well, just move on. Yeah, let's just move on. Okay, so Thursday, the first leg of the Europa League, uh, we have Slavia Prague. Uh, what are we thinking about that? Predictions? Is Saka um, going to be fit? Is who going to be fit? Saka. I don't think so. Mm. What about Smith Rowe? I think, yeah, I think we're going to be without both of them maybe for a week or two. <laughs> we're fucked, basically, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, just the way, way we played on Thursday, I can't see us pulling a result. Like, I think they're going to come to us incredibly strong, um, press us tightly, play a very physical game. I think whisper, we'll get over Whisper things in players' ears. I think we'll get overrun. I honestly think it'll be like a 2-0. It's a home game as well, so that would absolutely screw us. Mm. Uh, I think we need to start Martinelli. Uh, I did see Reese Nelson was on the bench. Maybe give him a chance. Like, I mean, the, youth, the youth's worked for us before. Yeah, Why not? I, would, I would drop Aubameyang oh, for Martinelli. Yeah, it's not going to happen, but... Yes. Start Lacazette and I'd start Pepe. On or would you start William? Because don't forget, William's back. Uh, Any of them? No, I'd start there. Martinelli for once. You know what? Like this kid's. No, I mean on the right hand side, George. So you'd have Martinelli, Lacazette, William. But William on the right? Yeah. Mm. No, he's never done well there. You mean he's apart a... from when he played for Chelsea and absolutely killed it there? 
Yeah, yeah but for us, he's only, you know, we've got very limited form out of him and he's brought that from the left. Fair enough. Um, I'd keep William on the bench and bring him on for Martinelli. But I think Martinelli needs to start. I think I'd start Pepe, um, start Lacazette. Are you concerned that he's just going to play the same team? Partly, yeah. I'm very, very worried. I, I, if if yeah, I see Danny start, I I will give up straight away. I will just Shaka, assume we've lost. Shaq is only ill, though, isn't he? So he'll probably be right. Oh, yeah. No, Non-COVID-related virus. Yeah. yeah. He's just sick, so he should probably be all right. Ain't we all sick of it? <laughs> <laughs> Was that the first game Partey played the full 90 minutes for us? Mm, I don't think so. No. Sure oh, no, West, West Ham, he, yeah. he finished the game as well. He's only the second or third, I'd say, though. Yeah. Um, I do like him. But yeah, predictions. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, I just think it, it, I think it depends so much on Saka's Mithro. I think if we don't have either of them, I think one all, maybe. Slavia Prague own goal. Weak <laughs> deflection that came off four players and <laughs> hit both posts, hit the keeper in the back of the head and went in. No way on any screamer then. To, to be yeah. honest, I think that is more likely than us controlling and dominating the game. I think Arteta will probably try and go for a clean sheet. I think he, in his head, he'll try and lo- like play a, a deep game, try and control oh. it. I mean, not like we did against Liverpool. No, but he wants to. He'll want to limit the away goals. Basically. Yeah, he'll, he'll want to eradicate them, and then hope that we can score. A yeah, load. so well, if we come out of this with a draw, no way a goal, no away goals. You, you kind of think you know you go into the second leg with it more in your favour, because all you got to do is score one, and that puts the pressure on the opponent to score again. Um. I don't think shutting teams out, though, is much of an option for this team. No. Dear God, no. I mean, we watched that last 15 minutes of Tottenham, which seemed like about four months, didn't it? Bearing in mind that we had an extra player as well. (laughs) And still, oh, my life. (laughs) The life of an Arsenal fan, eh? (laughs) My friend was like, why do you support them? And I was like, it's... it's I don't know, but it's I can't give them up. Punishment, isn't it? It's, it's like the worst relationship I've ever been in. We're all feeling guilt for something we've done in the past. <laughs> <laughs> feeling the need to punish ourselves. Uh, and then right. we've got um, Sheffield United on Sunday away. Mm. I mean, Europa is the Europa uh, the chase for Europe on. I mean, the chase for the Champions League's over completely. I mean, after the Chelsea. After the Chelsea game, I think there was a slight slimmer of hope that we would get Champions League if we won every single game and then we We're, lost 3-0. It is, it's over. We're seven points off of um, the Europa place with eight games to go. Um, West Ham have got a game in hand, so we could potentially be 10 points off. It's, it's over. Yeah, I mean... We've got 42 points from a possible 90. Does that sound like a team that deserves to be playing in Europe? No. It's less than half. You know what I mean? That's like 1.4 points a game on average. That's dreadful. 32 points off of Man City. Yeah. Devil's ad- advocate. 
do we want next season to be your uh, your uh, European footballless? Do we want to play a, a season course. without Europe? For of course, you don't want it, but there can be positives if it happens. I guess. Yeah, but um, obviously, it's so you lose so much financially. Um, to be honest, if we have a season without Europe, we might get rid of Aubameyang. He might, you know, think I'm better than this. I'm going elsewhere. Yeah. Good luck to you, mate. I can yeah. get out of my left wing. I do think. I do think. I mean, we we sort of go back and forth a little bit on Lacazette, don't we? But I do think you have to say both of them have probably not been consistent enough. I mean, well, Alba has, but not not this season, obviously. Um, but Lacazette has not quite been consistent enough throughout his career. I think at Arsenal. Um, I just hope he kind of goes into like a kind of Ibrahimovic moment and you know he's coming up to 30 now you know let's just hope we can get another eight years out of him <laughs> of good form but to be honest yeah I think we do need a year out of Europe because we need to kind of clear deadwoods um, and I think being outside of Europe a lot of players may want to leave and that might coincide with players that we want to get out. If we do win the Europa League, we are going to get embarrassed and humiliated in the Champions League right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll we go out in the group stage. I don't think we've ever gone out in the group stage of the Champions League. We haven't. Oh, yeah. Be the first time since English teams were allowed back into Europe. That Arsenal won't play in European football. Yeah, man. I mean, um, can you imagine playing Bayern right yeah. now, right? Mm. <laughs> that, you know, that 8 2 or 10 2, that'll be one match, not on aggregate. Oh, man. This, I, I can't wait for our end of season review. This is going to be bloody lovely, isn't it? If it carries on this way. Yeah. Oh, I mean, if, if there's anything to be said, it's that this season has certainly been back and forth to and fro. So there'll be there'll be more twists still, I'm sure. It's very um, true. I mean, would you have said that West Brom would have beaten Chelsea five two yesterday? No, that was so, hilarious. Look, I mean, if Saka and Smith Rowe or at least one of them can get fit, then I think we'll start playing a little bit better football again. Um, and and Jack are coming back in will help. I, I think I think the league is. <laughs> the league, well, I think the league was done like I think three games ago. Well, we the thing just... is, it was done ages ago. But yeah, what but happened is the Chelsea, of Liverpool, hope. Spurs have just kept losing, and then we've thought, oh, maybe it's back open, and then we've just lost straight after, and it's been like, oh no, it's closed, and the cycle just keeps repeating, isn't it? It's like this endless torture of false hope, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, it's just yeah. Um, it's that Simpsons meme of "Stop it, he's already dead," isn't it? With no, Arsenal at the moment. No, it's the um. This is the worst day of my life. The worst day of life so far. <laughs> it's the Homer walking back into the uh, hedge, isn't it? After seeing what's going on. It's a variety of memes. It's, it's all, we are a meme. We still are a banter <laughs> it's club. All memes. <laughs> it, it's. I don't. I thought the ban to error of Arsenal was over. It's just getting into chapter two, isn't it, really? <laughs> yes. Well, it's... Let's see what th- Thursday is. I've, 
I mean, it was already a huge night. It feels like an even bigger night for him now, just because. Just because, I think last night's game raises questions about Arteta that yeah, but... different questions that were being asked before. There was all this self-destructing and and all that sort of stuff going on, but and that's been going on a lot. But the team's been playing well. But last night they were just poor. And I think if you, I mean, when when did we play Liverpool in the league? It was it was like early September, right? Yeah, third game of the season. Yeah, they were not as good as that yesterday, and yet they beat us more comfortably. And I, I think mean, that is concerning. Liverpool have only won one in, was it two in nine in their last nine games before they played us, and they uh, played... they've won three in their last five. So they they've is that including you? Fought... Uh, in the Premier League, three of their yeah. last five. Did they? I no, thought no, it was... they are... uh, I've, got, I've got it open now, three of the last five. Okay. They have started playing a bit better, but I don't think they're as good as they were at the start of the season. No, of course no. not. They you know, they're better. sitting in fifth place. Yeah. Um, um, obviously, you know, ultimately, it's not about being disappointed to lose to Liverpool. You know, they are, you know, the champions of England, you know, recent champions of Europe. It's just how we lost to them. There was no fight, you know. The team and, beat them had a go, didn't they? They had a go at beating yeah. them. We didn't have a go. We sat back. That's that's why I thought playing Chambers was so negative. Because, yeah, he whipped in a few balls against West Ham. But apart from that, he's not an attacking player. He's a, he's a centre-back playing at right-back. Um, you know. I don't think he put in one cross. I don't think he made one overlapping run over Pepe in the entire game yesterday. I don't have any notes of it, but I have no notes anyway. I, all my notes are Jota scores, Salah scores, Jota scores. Yeah. That's my notes. And what was quite concerning as well is that every goal came from the left side. So it just shows, you know, what we lose when Tierney's out. Mm. And obviously, Albamiang not yeah, really... Aubameyang cannot track him back and just so lazy and complacent and not yeah. leaving the team oh yeah, it's not even up to debate is it like uh, was it kevin campbell who said that um he's not a captain on the pitch or off the pitch no he's not no it's and i, I believe that I, again it's weekly he's not our captain it's getting to the point where I don't understand. I mean, at least he actually walked back on the pitch and gave someone else the captain's armband this time. Normally he just walks off with oh, well, it. Well, he forgot though, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he had he to come off, back on. He halfway around and was like, oh, I've still well, got it. it. He just seems to want to get straight back in the dressing room as fast as possible. What do you think? Isn't the... he normally the first one to leave the game as well? Mm-hmm. What do you think I... of the whole buying a captain thing? The what, sorry? The, the premise of buying a captain, like essentially like United have done with Maguire, right? Because usually you view captains as someone that's sort of been with the team for a while and, you know, solidified their position within the club. But have we got anyone that can do that in the next year that can step up and be captain? The only person I can think of is Lacazette or mm-hmm. Tierney. Mm-hmm. Lacazette is obviously his future is not certain, Tierney, it's a bit. He's not been in the um, in the team long enough. I think you know he's always getting these niggling injuries, and you need someone who's kind of playing 
30 or 35 games at a season, really. Would you give it back to Xhaka? No, because again, he's potentially leaving. So, you know, maybe we don't, I don't think we really have a, a solid leader in that club. So you would buy someone? Yeah, well, but who? But who? What? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'd bring Ramsey back, give him the captain's armband. Oh, yeah. But can is he going to drop his wage from 400,000 a week well, to 40 he quid? He's not going to play football again otherwise. Like that's true. They they, they can't. Have, they've made a horrible mistake on him. He's a good player, but they've spent a ridiculous amount of money to bring him in. Yeah, I mean, you know, even at Arsenal, he was not worth four hundred thousand a week. I honestly don't know what Juve were thinking. Well, they have this. They've had this. You know, Ronaldo and Higuain aside, they've had this strategy for years, haven't they? Where they're like, we aren't going to pay for anyone. We're just going to wait till their contract runs out and offer them shitload of money on wages instead. Um, and they got a lot of players in that way. I think that worked with Matuidi and a few other guys. Um, mm. But yeah, four hundred for Ramsey. <laughs> he must have been laughing when he heard that. You know. <laughs> I would have, I would love that sort of money. I mean, you're not going to turn that sort of money down, are you? No. And again, he's got what's this uh, Serie A title, and you know, I mean, he's gone to a club to win a league. It's not like it was all about the money. He's gone and won stuff. Oh, great. I've yeah. got Jesse J in my head now. That's going to suck. Stick there for a while. <laughs> um, shall we? Shall we end it there? That's all. <laughs> we end the misery. It's, it's like, oh, it's getting, I mean, as Johnny said, Thursday is so important. I think that can give us a bit more life back in our lives, up yeah. for our lives anyway. <laughs> I would say if people are feeling bummed out about Arsenal, like, like that was a really, that was a really poor night. And as, as Jamie said, probably more draining than, than the, the three hour and something marathon I ran just before it. But it is a crazy season. And there have been a lot of twists and turns. So let, let's see what happens. I mean, if it's the same on Thursday and Sunday, fuck. <laughs> if it's the same, serious yeah. changes have got to be made. The only yeah. kind of thing that I'll be grasping onto is that the players that are playing well are so young, we build around that. Yeah. Like I think our best players are all under the age of 24. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, included. Yeah. aside from Partey but you think Erdegaard if we keep him he's what 22 23 um Tierney 22 Saka 19 20 Emil Smith Rowe 19 um Gabriel 22 you know all these players are so young it's not like it's a it's a good unit to build the team around because you yeah. can if they still believe in Arteta's project they'll stick around but. My my last point, actually, about the Premiership, because it's gone now anyway. And, George, I think you'll agree with this one. Premiership's gone. Put Balogun on the fucking bench and bring him on in games. Wow. I mean, yeah, I would agree. But it's just, we. I think we all know Arteta won't. I mean, Enketia only I got on the bench for the first time in ages yesterday. Not? Why not? I just I think if we're gonna start project re- rebuild for next season, that's 
the first piece of the puzzle. Do you think Enketia actually would have been better than Aubameyang yesterday? Yes. At least, at least he would have run around a shitload. Yeah, he would have played. Yeah. He would. He would have done the team press. I think Reese Nelson would have been a, a good shout as well because he did get a goal against them last season. Yeah. 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 And considering they still playing a relatively inexperienced back four, um, or sorry, two uh, centre backs. Yeah. You know, could have pressed them into a mistake. Yeah. I think maybe we probably should have rested a few players. Thought about Thursday more than playing against Liverpool. I think we should have been like, look, this is what we got going next week. That's so much more important. Premiership's basically done. Let's give our players that want to perform a chance and then hope the actual big players see, oh, wait, they're actually trying to play for this club. Maybe we should too. Uh, yeah. That's, yeah. I just think if this carries on going, our poor listeners are just going to have to listen to free growing men cry each week <laughs> to the end of the season. Uh, well, we'll, we'll drop off completely at that point. Let's see what happens on Thursday. Thursday yeah. is, is just such a big game now, isn't it? Cool. So with that, don't forget to follow us on all our social medias. We're on uh, Gunner underscore chat on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, we'll be back after the Sheffield United game on Sunday, probably Monday, actually. It's a late game. Some of us don't game like the line. Yeah. <laughs> I might actually be back at work. So that's going to be interesting oh, as well. Yeah. yeah. We shall see. But uh, we will bid you adieu. <laughs>